ready. Get ready. Get ready. For the steakhouse. You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history. With Stig Shapiro. I was voted Andy Spring third place dad of the year. Sandra Golden. I walk in there and I'm like, I have a rock and this is it. Rusty Menzel. That's a mama loves you game. That's only people watching that is your mom. And Drew Butler. When I grow up, I want to be Mike Bell. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey! Welcome to Wednesday. It does feel a little empty. I'm not going to lie to you. Not only is the studio empty, but I know I speak for Bo and for uh, Day Day. I mean, Rusty comes in here. That guy loves doing his two hours, does he not? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, he's enjoying himself right now. I saw Rusty yesterday down at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. He is Stadium working hard. And, uh, Were you at one of the state finals? Yeah, I did the 2A yesterday. Oh, did uh, you? Pierce County and Rockmart, yeah. Tell me what that means. You, you did sidelines? Yeah. Well, no, I actually just covered it. So if you okay. go to 92.9 The Game, the high school sports page, uh, you'll see a little write-up on there about the game. But uh, great game. But, again, yeah, Rusty, man. It went, dude, that dude is, when he is around those kids, man, he is a rock star. I've seen so many people calling his name out, shaking his hand, conversations Everybody were just knows up who he and is. down the side. You know who he's a rock star to is, is the parents. Oh, yeah. You know how many parents are trying to get a mention from him? <laughs> right. It's like, it's like me with chefs. Chefs like, you're going to give me a shout out? That's like him with, uh, and I don't mean to make it about me, so I apologize for that, but I was just trying to compare like him giving a shout out for a kid. That's like, that's the real deal, man. Like, he can change lives, and they know that, right? Oh, yeah, for for sure. So what's today's – is it uh, is Walton playing today? Yeah, Walton will close out the night. Today is the uh, the uh, 3A, Cedar Grove, um, and Savannah Christian. Uh, then the 5A with Coffee and Creekside, and then 7A, Walton and Milton. What time is Walton and Milton? That – if every – well, good luck with everything being on schedule by the time that's supposed to start, but they're supposed to start at 7. So my next-door neighbor plays for Walton. as a so- He's the only starter at uh, on the team as a sophomore. Oh, wow. Jude Cascone. So I said I'd give a shout-out. Great family. Uh, they were our COVID hangouts. Uh, his His little brother and Bobby were buddies. So he he transferred from Marist to Walton, and he's their starting sophomore tight end, and he is a stud, big-time player. So shout-out right there. There you go. So there's my high school. uh, So yesterday's game was fun, though, or not? Oh, yeah, three overtimes. Three Three overtimes. Yes, three overtimes. Yeah, and uh, it would be Pierce County getting a win. 48-45 was the final. Crazy finish. Um, Pierce County's driving, and – uh, Caden uh, McGatha, the quarterback, he scrambles, r- runs, uh, runs to his right, and dives towards the pylon. Looks like a touchdown. They uh, signal touchdown, but they use video replay. Yep, first year. Yep, and uh, it was not a touchdown, but it ended up being first and goal at the one. He punches it in. Game over. What's the rule on overtime in high school football in Georgia? Uh, so each team uh, gets Starts a chance. Get, they start at the uh, what is it? Yeah, start at the twenty. Each team gets a chance to get into the end zone. Um, and then by that third overtime, I want to say it's uh, you know, you can kick the field goal, whatever you want to do. But and that's what happened. Uh, Rockmart had to settle for a field goal, and so when it was Pierce County's time up, they got the they touchdown. Punched it in. Yep. All right. Well, good stuff. And uh, Rusty will be back with us next week. We missed him. He owes us a Rusty Rocks. 
He'll uh, be back here on Wednesday, although I won't be here on Wednesday. I'm taking next week off. So I don't know who you have rolling through here next week with Sandy Sandy. Do we know who's sitting in for Mr. Steak on the Steakhouse? Yeah, I think it's going to be her and Zeno on Wednesday. On Wednesday. It might be her. What's uh, the Zeno. week look like? Is he here all week? Zeno? Yeah, I think he's going to be here the whole time you're out. Uh, we'll have fun with Zeno, dude. She's going to terrorize him for sure. <laughs> Although it's a kinder, gentler. Do you follow Mark Zeno on social media? It's a kinder, gentler Mark Zeno. He's like a Zen Zeno. He's a Zen Mark Zeno. He's like found himself. So uh, he'll be in next week. lot to get to. Um, by the way, I'm here solo today, but I'm not really solo because Bo and Day Day are here. We got a lot of stuff to get to. Probably take more calls than normal. And. Um, We'll have some fun with that. We've got some great stuff coming up. Let's do our 9 at 9. Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top 9 at 9. 9. 9. On the Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9. The game. I'm going to start with the Atlanta Hawks, who are not in a very good place right now. Right? You ever have your parent or you ever have one of those runs where your wife or your parents or somebody's like, you're not in a good place right now, young man. Or wife, he's like, I've, I've been observing you. You are not in a good place. So let's sit down. Or even worse, hey, I need to talk to you. Do you have time later today? And I was like, what do you mean we got to talk? Yeah, no, we're not going to do it over the phone. We're going to do it in person. Well, that's the conversation we need to have with the Atlanta Hawks, who are four games under 500. Day-Day jinxed him because he said last week, hey, you know, if they don't beat Philadelphia and they don't beat Denver – and I think, uh, what was the game before Philly they needed to win, which they didn't get it done? It's like, they could be four games under 500. Well, all of it happened. And that's where they sit as they head north. A Raptors team that's not a great team in the East against a uh, Hawks team that is 9-13 and 13 and lost four in a row. When's our pregame tonight, Mr. Uh, Day-Day? Uh, 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 tip. Um, Mike Conti, Steve Holman on the call right here on 92.9 The Game. So, great. Yeah. Great city, Toronto, Canada, by the way. When I was filming that Food Network show, I think I was there for almost on and off for about uh, 16 months or maybe 14 months. That's a phenomenal town. You ever want to go to a, uh, I don't know, maybe in the summertime, check out a Canadian city. Vancouver and Toronto are probably the most fun cities to go to. That town rocks. Great sports town. Really, really passionate about the Blue Jays, Maple Leafs. And the Toronto Raptors. All right, we have that Draymond cut ready. So last night, Suns and Warriors, two teams that have been struggling this year with a lot of talent. Is is that third quarter where that happens with Draymond? I'm not sure. I think it was third quarter. He's basically trying to uh, post up Yusuf Nurkic uh, of the Warrior of the uh, Suns, and he turns and flails his arm. Now again. I don't think he was trying to punch him in the face, but the result was he punched him in the face. So you get no benefit of the doubt if you Draymond Green. This was a full-fledged shot out of frustration by Draymond, who I can tell you, based on his response, knows what's coming. He was pulling my hip, and I was swinging away to sell the car, made contact with him. Um... As you know, I'm not one to apologize for things I meant to do, but I do apologize to you, sir, um, because I didn't intend to hit him. Uh, I sell calls with my arms. 
I don't fall or to sell a call. I don't, I'm not a flopper. So I was just selling the call because he was grabbing me and pulling my hip back. So I spun away and unfortunately I hit him. And so like I said, I apologize to you, Seth, um, because I didn't intend to hit him. Okay, he didn't intend to hit him, but it was a punch to the face. That's what happened. Draymond Green is looking at a serious suspension. He, he is not in a good place. Everybody in the league is talking about it. I got a lot of NBA stuff to talk about. I'll do it later on in the show. That's the beauty. There's no Rusty. There's no Sandy. Nobody can give me the look when I start talking NBA. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a glazed over look. It's kind of like when you again, I'll go back to like when you're lecturing your kids and you see their eyes start to roll back in their head like, oh my God, how long is this going to go on? That's kind of like when I start talking NBA, I look to my left and invariably they're like doing their taxes or something like, hey guys, guys. We're talking NBA over here. So, anyway. No. No. Mm. Strong no. Yeah, that's that's like yeah. No. Yeah. Well, no. g- well, guess what? I'm it, it not only is it the steakhouse, but I'm stakes flying solo. So, yes, we are going to talk NBA. Couple of other notes. Dylan Riola's story continues as uh his visit in Nebraska is happening and his exit from Georgia, I believe is happening as well. Also another uh we'll talk more about that coming up at the tailgate. Also, another kid from Georgia enters the transfer portal. Is that right, Dede? Who's going? Yes. Uh, you forgive me on that. I didn't have my note. But it's the edge rusher. I can't think of his name right now. All right. Uh, you'll get it to we'll me. We'll get it to you. In a second. But, uh, not, again, Georgia's just fine. We'll update on who's coming and who's uh, leaving um, as that starts to play out. NFL Falcons getting ready for Carolina. You talk about a game that will not capture the imagination of the uh, Falcon fans. Latest injury reports. We're going to get you. Jeff Akuda, David Onyemata, Nate Landman, Kayla McGarry, Drew Dahlman, all listed as questionable for this game. And if you think for one second that that's a gimme to go down there on a 1-12 team, then you wouldn't understand Vegas. Falcons are barely a, th- a three-point favorite, right? Three, three and a half. What does that tell you? That's a 1-12 team. We're favored by three points? Is that what it's come to? A little itty-bitty, tiny, tiny, minuscule three points? Oy vey. You got the name of the kid at Georgia who's a... Marvin Jones Jr. Okay. A couple other quick notes. Riley Leonard transferring to Notre Dame. No surprise there. Tyler Van Dyke going to Wisconsin. And um, the portal craziness absolutely continues. When we return... For another uh, segment here on the Steakhouse. I had dinner last night. Technically, I had dinner. There were a lot of people there. What I would argue is the one athlete who took over our city like no one in the history of the great city of Atlanta. Nobody. What's he up to? Why was I with him? And what's going on? And we will look back to when one athlete captivated not only Atlanta, but all of America. That's coming up. It's steak. It's the steakhouse. It's the fastest two hours in radio. Sports Radio 929 The Game. I'm going to recommend this. The Steakhouse. Yes! Awesome! On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Vick on second and eight. Off the play fake. Has some running room. Inside the 30. Inside the 20. Vick into the end zone. Falcons win in overtime. A 46-yard 
touchdown run. His second touchdown run of the game. Scored from 28 earlier. And he finishes with 173 yards rushing. Sports Radio 929 The Game. Steak Shapiro on the Steakhouse. This hour is brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One day treatment. Life changing results. Had the opportunity to be invited to an event last night for the Mike Vick Victory Foundation over at the Four Seasons Hotel. So I had a chance to have dinner uh, with Mike Vick and a number of other folks. And uh, great to see him in Atlanta where he is obviously beloved. Steve Weish, also a buddy of ours for a long time, emceed the event. Bijan was there. Roddy White was there. Really cool, Mike Vick. A lot of great causes in this Victory Foundation. His wife was there as well. A lot of really cool people were there, and I was um, honored to be able to be invited and spend time with Mike. And, and, you know, being around Mike Vick last night just was like a flashback to what it was like to be around Mike Vick and usually about 100 reporters surrounding him when I was covering him, obviously, right when he got to town back in 2001. And I can tell you the story of being on the radio the year before. Um, And there are some signature moments on the radio. Not all of them good. 9-11 was one of those days when Mitch Evans came in and um, he updated that planes have hit the Twin Towers. I just, I refer to it only as moments I remember on the radio as like iconic moments that just stand out. Another iconic moment on a total other end of the spectrum um, I forget who our update guy was at the time, um, but uh, we're doing the afternoon show, and somebody busts into the uh, studio and says, I got breaking news. The Atlanta Falcons have just traded up for the number one pick. They've given up their num- they've given up their draft pick, and they're picking at three, I believe. And back then, you have to understand, this is the same equivalent of LeBron James in basketball or Zion Williamson in in hoops, or, you know, any clear-cut, number one, the whole country knows, like, there is no conversation, right? Yeah, exactly. Atlanta back then, I mean... We knew Mike Vick. We yeah. just watched him in, in, mm-hmm. uh, uh, in, in two years of just dominating college football. Certainly, the one year as a freshman, he goes against Florida State in the Sugar Bowl, and captivates the entire country, uh, keeping them in that game. But everybody knew the number one pick was going to be Mike Vick. Oh, yeah, and, and and the excitement was there. Yeah, and and I remember thinking, wow, things are going to change here in our city. We just got the equivalent. I'd like to say Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan was the third pick overall. Mike Vick was the preeminent number one pick. And there's nothing more exciting in a city, especially with a franchise that, let's be honest, had never really done anything. Never been to a Super Bowl. They've never, you know, uh, never were the talk of the NFL. There were the Steve Barkowski teams with William Andrews and Junior Miller and, you know, um, uh, enough pieces, uh, Billy White Shoes and whatnot, and there was a playoff win with Chris Miller on the road in New Orleans. But, I mean, listen, Falcons weren't on the radar. Well, they were on the radar. And I will tell you, I'm not going to say it's the all-time one athlete who – essentially takes over a city that it's the greatest of all time. And again, it didn't last long, so it certainly didn't turn out that way. But I I don't know of any examples 
of a player fitting a city that was as captivated as Mike Vick showing up in Atlanta. It was special. It was incredible. And it was short, and it was painful, and, you know, there's no hard feelings in this city at all towards Mike Vick. It's quite the opposite. He's a great reclamation story. Um, he, he, he not only, you know, paid the ultimate price by going off to federal prison, but, but then he rehabilitated his image and his life, and he is outstanding. <clears throat> Conversation I had with him was a lot about that show he's doing on Fox, which I watch every Sunday at 11 a.m. with him. I think it's Woodson, it's Julian Edelman, it's uh, Peter Schrager, who has also got an Atlanta connection because he went to Emory. We talked about him. He was an intern on our uh, old morning show I used to do. Who else is on that show? Sean Payton's off it, which is a good thing. Um, They got a pretty good group there at uh, Fox at 11 a.m. We're just talking about that chemistry and, and, you know, what it's like working right next to the Strahan, Jimmy Johnson, Howie Long crew that come in right after him, but how much I like their 11 a.m. show over ESPN, and we just talk about what he's been up to. But maybe you guys have examples growing up somewhere, or maybe you just want to talk about Michael Vick, 404-726-0929, 404-726-0929. Dominique Wilkins had a great run here. Chipper Jones was as beloved a brave as you could ever have. Matt Ryan is the greatest Falcon that's ever lived. But Mike Vick took over this city, and Dion did also, but Mike Vick did it at quarterback. Mike Vick had the ball in his hands. You can't take over a city quite the same way when your side of the field nobody's throwing the football to, right? Yeah, and I would liken Mike Vick to, he was Atlanta's, uh, he was like uh, Iverson to Philly. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, let, let's not let's not compare Michael. Michael's a different deal. I'm talking right. about Michael Jordan, right? And 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 he was Iverson the number one pick. I'm not sure. I don't think so. But I don't think so. But just the way he took over Philadelphia, and he was Philadelphia. Yeah, you know, he that that's who he was. I can tell you, year one when Mike Vick. He, he, here's the amazing statistic, uh, or statistic, whatever it is. Mike Vick only had four full seasons in Atlanta. As, as a guy playing 15, 16 games. Year one, he played eight games. There was a whole controversy with Chris Chandler when he finally going to bench Chris Chandler and play Mike Vick. That season's kind of a wash, although the end of the season they played really well, which set him up for the next season, which is the famous first year of Mike Vick, the tie in Pittsburgh that nobody saw coming against the Steelers, uh, the Green Bay win on the road, the first Packer loss ever in the playoffs, at Lambeau Field, the electrifying season that he had, and then everybody in this town, how do I know? I was at a preseason game against the Ravens the following year, and it was packed. Why? Because Mike Vick was playing. Okay, there were more people in the building by a ton for a preseason game when Mike Vick breaks his leg against the Ravens than there was this past Sunday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Falcons were everything. Mike Vick was the biggest star in the league. He took him to the playoffs, and then he misses all, not all, almost all the next season. So that's not a full season. Then he plays three more seasons, takes him back to the playoffs, takes him to an NFC championship game, and then it was over. So four full seasons. Four full seasons for Mike Vick. That's it! And yet... 
he was the most iconic figure that I've ever seen in doing this for almost 27 years in this town. He took over our city. I never wanted to miss a home game. Forget about watching him on TV, right? It was an example of a player and a city that was unprecedented. I was in Boston when Larry Bird. Now, Bird was drafted the year before. So imagine being in a city where the best player in college basketball is already on your team. So you're an Indiana State fan because Larry Bird's already been drafted the year before, and then he goes back to college. So by the time he shows up in Boston in 1981, I think it is, you've already watched a whole season where he went 33-0 and then loses to Magic. And that guy, unfortunately for Falcon fans, Atlanta lived the uh, sorry Boston lived the dream for 13 seasons and three titles. Atlanta, in typical Atlanta fashion, we get screwed. We get four full seasons of Mike Vick. But Iverson to Philly, Bird's entire career, blue-collar mentality in Boston, Mike Vick in Atlanta, this is why you fall in love with sports. Mark and Marietta, your sports radio, 92.9 The Game. Yeah, I agree with you, State. Uh, Mike Mike was definitely an exceptional, exceptional talent. And when he came to Atlanta, it was just so exciting and, you know, just seeing him, what he's doing now is fantastic. I, I was going to say, too, though, that, you know, Atlanta does, has had quite a few really outstanding players and things like that. One that comes to mind, of course, for me is Andre Risen, who I think, you know. He's a nice player. I, I don't know if he's, he's a nice in player. the Hall of Fame. He should have been. Well, but what he was doing here as a receiver on those teams it, it was, was, yeah, it was, a, it, it, it was in a class by itself. It was a sexy team, the Andre Rising years, Dion on those teams, MC Hammer on the sideline. There was a lot of cool things happening. Mike Vick took it to 11, okay? Mike Vick took it to 11, um, Spinal Tap reference. It, it, now, I don't know if you have references. You have a city, 404-726-0929, where a guy showed up and was literally everything in that town for however many years. That was Mike Vick. And then it all it all goes up in smoke. Those other cities, they got so many years of Iverson and so many years of Bird and so many years of Michael, right? And we just didn't get that. We got four full years of Mike Vick, and that was it. Anyway, we'll take calls on that if you want to come back and kick it around. Also, when we come back, why Kirby Smart's not playing the same game as the rest of college football and why the exit of Dylan Rayola, which is imminent, I believe, is actually a great sign for Georgia football. Mike Vick calls coming up as well. Steak on the Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now more of the Steakhouse. Make some damn noise. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Merry Christmas, baby. It's your day treat me night. Oh, yes, you did. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Thanks, Shapiro. Bo, Day Day, the whole crew here rocking and rolling on a Wednesday. I know, listen, I, I understand you were worried about where I had dinner in Denver because that was such a big topic. I was out of town. I was in Denver, Colorado. I mean, I know, like... 
I apologize. I didn't let you know earlier, but I just got back from Denver. It was very funny because I did throw out there, like, the obsession over, like, when am I going to have my one meal in Denver, Colorado? And um, I'm here to tell you Denver's a great town. A little chilly this time of year. A little chilly. Guard and Grace. Phenomenal steakhouse. Phenomenal steakhouse. Super fun. Here's what I love, though, too. Two great Monday night. You want to talk about two great Monday night games? You walk in. Our table wasn't ready. And you're watching those two games that, I mean, can you get better than what they ended up with, which two nondescript games? You had the Giants on. You had a 14-point underdog in the other game. You're like, these games could be awful. That was the best one-two punch I can remember in the NFL for the same night, same time. Yeah, save Monday night football, honestly, because I think nobody was ready to check in for those games. No, I mean, like, the games were compelling. I mean, you know, the Tommy DeVito story was amazing, but what happened in Miami? Like, 13-and-a-half-point dog on the road? That was crazy. And that was a real game for, uh, what's their quarterback's name in Tennessee? They had, like, 10 touchdowns against us. Yeah, Will Levis. That was a real game. I mean, that was on the road, not like fluky Falcon game, because he hadn't been anything special since beating the Falcons. That was a real effort. So, anyway, uh, got to watch that game well, uh, and then just kept – is that rude when you keep leaving the table? Like, um, I got I to gotta check out that game, right? Not that the company was fine, but the, I keep checking out those games. Anyway, the uh, 9 o'clock hour is brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One-day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. Lucky enough to have dinner with Michael Vick last night. That was the topic I brought up earlier. And I, I, I asked, has there ever been an athlete that has captivated a city, that has owned a town quite like Mike Vick? Yes, there have been. So giving examples of that, we're taking your calls on it as well. Um, Bo's got a story for us, too. I do want to mention real quick that our tailgate's brought to you by All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. I, I, I'm not going to be offended in recognizing that you don't respect my college football game quite like Rusty, who's normally here on Wednesdays. And therefore, I'm just going to move through and tell you this. Dylan Rayola is going to Nebraska, and it hasn't broke yet, and, and, you know, he hasn't announced it, but every indication is. And I tell you this, if you're the University of Georgia, good for you, buddy. Pat him on the back. We'll see you later because that's not how we play at Georgia. You already decommitted at Ohio State. It sounded like this year at Buford you wanted a lot of love from Georgia all year long. But here's the thing. It's nice you moved to Buford. It's nice you moved to town and you went and played high school. Um Football at Buford, but Georgia has other agendas, um, like winning a national title, like staying focused on their task at hand, like getting Carson Beck to come back, like getting Gunnar Stockton ready to play, like making sure that Ryan Puglisi coming down from uh, Massachusetts and Connecticut, and you're just one of those pieces. And if you're not ready to do the hard work and you're not ready to pay the price and play behind guys and prove yourself, because there is no guarantee, brother, I saw Jacob Eason roll through here, and we all thought it was going to happen. I saw JT Daniels roll through here. I saw that kid from uh, Ohio State that came in with disaster. What was that kid's name? That quarterback? Oi, that didn't work out. There's lots of examples at Georgia, right, of kids that sit for a long time. Stetson Bennett showed up on campus, and, and he was. Dewan Mathis, was that his name, um, quarterback? Um, so, like, there's no guarantees at Georgia. That's not happening. So, Justin Fields, 
Last I checked, most of the NFL wants a piece of him with the Bears the top pick, and and Justin Fields couldn't get on the could not get on the field in Athens. So, Dylan Rayola, if you're looking for guarantees, go where your you know your uncle's coaching, where your dad played, and get guarantees because it's about hard work and dedication and focus at Georgia. It's not about handing out positions, and that just may not be the place for you. We'll take your phone calls, 404-726-0929. Bo, you got a Mike Vick story? I do. So um, the year's 2003. I just moved here in October as a fledgling restaurant manager, and I was gifted some tickets to a Falcons game. Just so happened to be Vick's return from the broken leg. Saturday night. Versus the Carolina Panthers. On a Saturday night, right? I was in the end zone. And the first time you see Mike Vick live is phenomenal just – as you can't believe another human being can be that fast in full pads. And he got to saw him score a touchdown in that end zone. That was an unbelievable night. Unbelievable. The buzz in the city for his return. Remember, we weren't even a good team then, right? Because we, I don't know who, who played for him that year. Is it, uh, I don't know. Doug Johnson wasn't him. It wasn't, you know, whatever. Day Day will look it up. I, don't, I, I literally don't remember who our backup was. I just know that it was incredibly disappointing. And the buzz of a Saturday night in Mike Vick. There was nothing like walking in the building against the New Orleans Saints, your biggest rival. They're good. We're good. Mike Vick's our quarterback, and, you know, anything is possible. How do I know that? I saw what he did in Minnesota. I saw what he did at Green Bay. I saw what he did, uh, I think it was the Rams when they came here. We ran for over 300-something yards with T.J. Duckett and, uh, and work done. Uh, let's get Keith in Atlanta. Keith, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Appreciate you having me on the show. Uh, I, I like to say as an Atlanta native, as an Atlanta native, there was nothing that was more forcefully done than when Mike Vick got here. Now, Prime was the guy up until then, and still is, uh, I say, uh, right close, close second. But what Mike Vick did for the city and for the neighborhoods, that I was from and the people that I dealt with on a daily basis and all of which love our Atlanta sports, our baseball, our football, our Hawks even. And what Mike Dick did, he made us feel like we really had a chance to win yep. something. And he brought in electricity that even Prime wasn't able to bring. Yeah, it's up. different because he's got like, the ball in his hands. You know, Prime didn't get in his hands enough. And we, you said it, we Keith. The, we had a chance. The, the electricity that he brought to a building, to the city, to Sunday mornings, to pregame, to the week on the radio leading up to games, it was incredible. Now, the Matt Ryan run was incredible and was exciting and had great results, but Mike Vick was just different. I'm talking about a guy that the city was absolutely captivated. The perfect player in the perfect town at the perfect time. Xavier in Snellville. You're on Sports Radio 92.9 a game. Um, yeah, I would probably say that then that comes closest is probably maybe what Lamar or Pat is doing. But to kind of drive home uh, what Vit did, I went to the Falcons-Saints game this past week, last week. And out of the thousands of people that was there, I've probably seen about four Matt Ryan jerseys and hundreds of Mike Vit jerseys. And I was so – it was really kind of confusing because I was like, 
Matt Ryan just left here. Well, so. I mean, listen, Matt Ryan has never been truly loved in this town at the level that he should be when you think about the, your greatest player of all time. Um, I, we, I don't think – I don't know if you were smoking something in the parking lot, but we did not play the Saints. this. Uh, that was about four weeks ago, okay? Um, but I, I do think you did see the jerseys, right? A lot of Mike Vick jerseys. So, um, Frank the Tank, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Happy holidays. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, one thing about Mike, I want to talk about Mike Vick. Um, sir, what, Madden, what? there yeah. has never been a greater Madden football than that season at Michael Vick. He made history. He was rated a, a 99 on the charts, how, and you just could not stop him. How big a Madden player were you, Bo? Thanks for the call, buddy. Um, okay. Because not, uh, he had the highest rating a quarterback ever on Madden in 94. The highest right? speed rating. Peyton Manning had multiple years of the highest rated right. quarterback. Lamar he, Jackson a few years ago yeah. had a crazy. Highest speed rating at the time for a Everybody wanted Vick. to play Mike Vick couldn't defend in Madden, him. right? I'm not even sure if there was a way to put a spy on him, but even if he did that, you're right. just wasting a player because you just run right by him. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it, it just – and I brought it up because I was with it last night and, and just – there's just was something about being around Mike Vick. It's not like I get nervous. I've been doing this a long time. Um, but there was an aura, though, of covering him. Like when he would show up for an in-studio interview, the entire radio station, it was like royalty was coming through. Mike Vick's coming in today. Yeah, Vick's coming in. Yeah, Mike Vick's going to be around. Or he'd show up at an event or something. I mean, it was, it's just, forget about losing a Super Bowl 28-3. to Forget about your captain being arrested the night before your other Super Bowl, which ends in a blowout, you know, uh, against the Broncos. But how about the greatest icon in terms of city and player? And he gets four years as a starter Start to finish, and then he's in federal prison. You remember the Nike commercial, the Michael Vick experience? It was the greatest. That 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 was what it was like to go see that man. Do you remember what it was like on the radio to have to talk about him getting out of prison and playing for the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah. And people are like, uh, Arthur Blank needs to bring him back. Like, bro, I know it hurts, and I know, but it's you know, yeah. my, my, Arthur Blank can't bring him back. Like, we have a quarterback, you know, a Pro Bowler, and and, but man. You know, State, one other thing, too. Vic came to Atlanta when Atlanta kind of was hitting its height in, in hip-hop as well, in yeah. the music scene. And so it just all just kind of meshed the, together and took off, man. Yeah, the city and it has been on the, the rise um, for, you know, listen, two decades since I moved here. We were on the rise. But, yeah, there was a special time, man. There was a special time. And I'm telling you. The preseason game against the Ravens where he breaks his leg, not only I'll never forget it, but there were more people in the building than there were this week, and that's a problem. And that's a problem that Arthur Smith and this organization right now has got to figure it out, man. How do you make people feel good again and get excited about being in that building? When we come back, Draymond Green may be visiting New York City over the holidays. That's always nice, right? But it may be for all the wrong reasons. Not sure if you heard what's happening there, but... We'll tell you about it. We come back. Also, more Mike Vick calls. Or give me a player that defined a city like none other. 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. It's Steak on the Steakhouse. 92.9 The Game.